Hey everybody, this is Keith Hancock alongside with my longtime industry pal, Christine DeVita. And welcome to another episode of Behind the Counter. Christine, what's good? How's everybody doing today? Back to part two of our special edition, City of Chaos, brought to you by DeVita and Hancock. Christine, what's up? How you doing, Keith? I am still floored about the uh, mayor's announcement yesterday. Now we're getting a lot of feedback based off our podcast that we put out this morning and recorded last night. So I'm pretty excited about that. A lot of people are out there saying, hey, thanks for doing this, which is awesome. You guys are welcome. And this is why we're here to talk about really important topics like this that affect the industry. Really, really excited to talk about it and continue the conversation. So where should we kick off tonight? There's so many things to cram into our 25 minutes here. Let's start off with feedback from business owners. I'm getting some feedback from business owners. You are from restaurant managers, so on and so forth. I'm reading a lot of articles about, you know, the backlash of his mandate and how it's going to hurt the industry. I think the biggest point of contention with these restaurant owners or and small business owners is that the chaos that it's going to, going to cause with the customers. You know, the bullying, the, the arguing, the angriness, and how these hourly employees are going to deal with this type of, you know, restriction now. What's left of the hourly employees. Let's not forget that. It, it since, really since is. we're firing half the industry. You know, and, and this is going to lead away into, you know, the whole hiring piece, well, staffing piece in this industry that anywhere from 30 to 50% of staffing is going to be diminished because of lack of wanting to get vaccinated. It's going to hurt the industry. And instead of moving forward, he has now taken the city and he has now taken about 10,000 steps backwards to where, you know, he put us back in 2020. And I think he's making a very, very bad decision. He's done nothing for the restaurant industry. And it's just, it's absolutely amazing. We have a couple, we have a general manager of a local burger joint in the city says that he's concerned. You know, he's concerned about his employees. He's concerned about his business, um, you know, and it's very hard hitting. You know, it's, it's, I kind of, you know, I read an article about, I think it was Hannity or Laura Ingram said last night, based off of his announcement earlier yesterday, that you'll let criminals run free with this bail reform or whatever it is, but New Yorkers lose their lifestyle. They lose their freedom, basically. You know, and I think that's I think that's a great way to put it, because that's exactly what it is. You know, and then you have the you know, this president of ours who's letting in people from the border, cross the border into Texas, who are testing COVID positive and he's allowing them in the United States. And then everybody wants to know why there's a surge. You're blaming unvaccinated people where, OK, fine, people are unvaccinated. You know, it is what it is. But I think that's a smaller piece to the bigger picture here right now. You know, you're letting people into this country who are COVID positive, who are spreading this Delta variant, okay, all over the place. New Yorkers are losing their freedom, their right to freedom. This is America. It's land of the free, home of the brave. There is really no reason why any governor or mayor out there has any right to sit there and tell people that you cannot go outside and enjoy life, dine inside stores, uh, restaurants, go into gyms, go anywhere, Okay, unless unless you have a vaccine, it's totally absurd. I'm totally against it. 
de Blasio still hasn't answered my question yet, and I demand an answer from him, and I want to know why. This is just absolutely ridiculous. You had literally have taken us back into 2020. When we're in a new year, the, uh, the industry is rebuilding itself, and it makes me angry that these restaurants are now have another hurdle to jump over that this mayor and this governor is allowing to happen in New York City. Was rebuilding itself. Let me just preface that. Was. You know? Because now, I mean, there's restaurants I've already seen that were planning on opening, and now they're not opening. And how does this stand for Broadway beyond the restaurant business? You know, beyond uh, that. You know, Broadway, even with Broadway, you have to show your vaccine to walk in. Broadway right. just opened. Exactly. But can they open? Well, they didn't just open yet. They were on track to, but now it's like, where do we stand? I don't mean, some actors might, may or may not get vaccinated. People that work there, it's, it presents itself. Listen, all the actors, all the actors are all left wing. Jennifer Addison made a statement that if you're not vaccinated, you're not in her circle anymore. She's cut off a lot of people. So actors are going to be vaccinated. They're going to push the vaccine because of the current president and the current, you know, political stance. So actors are going to be vaccinated and they're going to urge their friends to get vaccinated. It is what it is. Right. But you talk about normal, everyday people who aren't sheltered from the real life like actors are. Right. This is what's going on in the world. This is what's going on in New York City. And it's just an absolute tragedy at this point. It really, really is. I'm going to just read off a couple of the concerns. People get mad and angry when you have them uh, ask them to wear a mask into your place of business. This happened all the time in 2020. Um, You know what I'm saying? I I ran into an issue over in Franklin Square at my friend's pizzeria. The guy would come in every single day, no mask. I finally told him you have to have a mask. There was literally a physical altercation outside the pizzeria because I wouldn't allow him in without a mask. It's absolutely crazy. Now you're going to turn around and say you can't come in unless you're vaccinated? Come on, man. It's crazy. And this is this Long Island hasn't seen it yet, but Long Island's going to see it. And that's just going to further destroy this industry when it reaches Long Island. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and you want to talk about how people can react so ignorant. There was, it was in his store. It's a chain sandwich shop. I'm not going to go into the name. And so they... I guess the person just caught wind of what de Blasio said yesterday, and the person was looking at their cell phone, read it, and flipped out because people didn't have their masks on. And it's like, and he's like, I turned around, and I was like, you know, that just happened, and it's not official until tomorrow, but this person was like out of his mind, wanted a refund, and you know, whoever that person is, they're an idiot. But it's like, I mean, that goes without saying, big time. But... You know, you know that's that's the type of that was a small example as to what the employees are going to have to encounter now. You know, only it's going to be the reverse effect. It's not going to be. It's going to be. You know, when they are enforcing the mask or enforcing the um, the vaccine card, it's going to go the other way too. And you know, to to a point, even if you're a non-vaxer and you act that way, I mean, it's you're a little out of your mind if you take that out on some 18-year-old kid working in a food place. You know, not that everybody's a kid there, but not to generalize, but that's that is probably around the median age these days. Particularly lately, um, the industry's seen a huge, huge shift in in Manhattan specifically of a lot younger people applying for those jobs. Yeah, um, I mean, because it, a lot of the older people went out and got different careers. You know, of course, while, absolutely. While during absolutely. the pandemic, so they're gone. They're doing something else, and good for them. You know, I wish them the best. Absolutely. But, you know, but we're still presented with what we have to deal with. Well, here's what, here's what small business owners are presented with, right? 
when there was the mask mandate in New York City. One angry customer smashed the plastic shield partition. And this one small business owner hopes that history doesn't repeat itself with the vaccine mandate. Another small business owner owns a burger joint. He lost 80% of his business as a result of, of the pandemic and said that he hopes that the vaccination mandate will not drive away more customers. He's afraid for his business. You have a well, Dallas barbecue. The guy put it out there, Dallas barbecue in the East Village, said he's worried that the vaccine mandate will hurt business. Was that a manager who said that? Yeah. General manager of Dallas barbecue in East Village said he is worried that the vaccine mandate will hurt his business. He's also said that it's going to it. Will isn't the question. It, it is. Uh, you know, he said in one instance, a customer slammed his fist and cracked a plastic plastic partition shield that he put up front by the cash register when asked why he doesn't have a mask on. Another angry customer over the request to wear a mask spit on the partition. And another customer threw an object at him. While he's pleased that the city is taking steps to boost vaccination rates, there's also a risk that this move could backfire since customers who haven't gotten the shot could take their business elsewhere. And he's absolutely right. So not only has the Blasio again through another obstacle into the life of the hospitality industry okay he has now created more crime he has now created another situation that he has not been able to control in the last three to four years so i really have no idea what this guy is doing i don't even think he knows what he's doing he put out a mandate and still hasn't worked out all the particulars yet. he's lame ducking through the whole thing now, what about kids who don't qualify for the vaccine? Are they not allowed to see the light of uh, the, the inside of a restaurant? Like, what's that about? All of these, a lot of the processes in regards to how it's going to go and how it's going to be enforced hasn't been thought through. What I don't understand is why for restaurant employees, they, if they're not vaccinated, it can't be on a weekly test basis. Why does it have to be the vaccine? Then? You know, why are we why are we going to penalize people who want to work since when is that's something that we do in America. Listen, Pixel Lab Corp, where I get, where I used to get my uh, COVID test delivered to my house last year, they offer bulk COVID tests for small businesses or corporations. It's very cost effective. Let these guys go, go ahead and test their employees. That I'll understand. But to mandate that someone get a vaccine is absolutely absurd. It, it just, it angers me at this point. It really, really does. It really does. You know, listen, on the flip side of things, people who act like that regardless are assholes too. You know, I just want to put that out there. I mean, if, Oh, absolutely. If you walk into a restaurant and you're putting your fist through a plexiglass because they tell you to follow a law, I mean, you're, you're, there's, you have some issues, in my opinion. You know, if you, that's, that's where I'm like, take it to City Hall. Don't take it out on the restaurant for doing what is mandated to them. Don't you dare, because these guys, these these hourly employees and these managers are just, just doing their jobs. It's what the city mandates. You have to understand something. You guys don't follow the rules as customers. They have the potential of losing their liquor license, paying a ridiculous amount in fines that far exceeds what they can afford, okay, with an already struggling industry to pay their bills. Okay, and to make their payroll, and I don't care about these PPP loans. It it, it doesn't help. Okay, you're you're talking about 
teenagers, 17, 18, 19 year olds have put in the face of you guys to ask you for this vaccine card. Do the right thing and comply. Unfortunately, you have to. Okay, because if you don't, you put these small businesses at risk. And I'm not saying it's fair because it's not. And I don't think anybody should have to give up their medical history to go inside a restaurant and eat. You know, but have respect for the individual, their business and their employees. Do not take it out on them. Go to Mayor de Blasio's house. Go stand on his front stoop. Go protest. Go stand in front of his uh, in front of the mayor's mansion. Go protest, but do not take it out on these business owners and these employees. It has nothing to do with them. They're just following a simple mandate that is absolutely ridiculous. So don't be that asshole that's going to punch a partition, spit at somebody, or argue with a 17-year-old hostess because you have to show them a vaccine card. Go sit outside then. There's nothing Go else. Go to the mayor's do. mansion whose um, environment has not degraded one iota in the eight years he's been in office, unlike Times Square and other hot places in Manhattan, which are complete toilet bowl. Yeah, peaceful protesting. Write a letter into Mayor de Blasio. Tell him how you feel as a restaurant owner, as an employee, as a patron to these places, how ridiculous it is, and explain your grief with him, but do not take it out on the the uh, on the business owner or the employees it's not their fault they have nothing to do with it it is time for the industry itself to step up you guys need to fight back man we're willing to get the lawsuits going and you know this violates every single i think constitutional law in the united states when you have to start giving up your medical history to a business owner or a business in order to enter to have you know go ahead and have dinner, to go use the gym, to go see a show. So think about that before you guys go ahead and give a business owner a problem or an employee a problem. It's not coming from them. It's coming from the government. That's who you need to fight for it. And I urge all the business owners out there to put your foot down and take a stand because this is your business now. This is your livelihood. This is how you feed your family. This is what you're going to retire on. And do not let the government take this away from you because that's exactly what they're doing with this vaccine mandate in New York City. Exactly. You know, it's just unconstitutional. It really, really is. I mean, to that point, and Christine, I know you're probably less outspoken on this than I am. As, as I am for Well, I know that you are vaccinated for it, but I am fully for vaccinating. But I'm also for it. You know, I, you can't force people to do things as well. Right. Listen, there's plenty of people out there that I'm close with that don't believe in the vaccine. Oh, most, I got, trust me. Okay, And a lot of people aren't, but a lot of people I know that I'm close to have not either. And do I want them to be safe and not get sick? Of course I do. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to push it on them. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to push it on them. Would I feel better if they got vaccinated? Absolutely. But I'm not going to say I'm in no position to tell anybody what to do with them. People have asked me and my response has been go see a Republican doctor. Really? Go see a Republican doctor. I still think because I think a medical profession professional, regardless of party, because the Republicans are not against it, but they're, you know, and then the, the left is pushing it. I think a doctor is going to be non-biased. That's what I did. I went to go see my doctor, who I know happens to be a Republican, and he used to get vaccinated. Um, and if I got cancer and he said, get chemo, I'd get chemo. But it would be my choice not to get chemo and drop dead in six months, too. That's the issues that I have that I can't get past. But I just don't believe in anything medical. Um, down to politics, and that's where I think that as a country we've gone wrong with this, to be honest. Because what is, well, since what is anything medically political? Now, 
it's in the testing phase and there's all of those other, and there's a lot of other things that go behind it you know the, the vaccine that that's that's that raises a lot of questions you know I, I get that listen it's a very difficult step and it's very controversial what what he put out there um, and I think that um, there's a lot to learn from this as a business owner and I think there is a lot to be said and I really hope that these business owners in New York City, you know, have a voice um, and and they they speak their mind and they stand up for themselves because it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if you look at it this way, right, the mandate will also exact. Um, it's also going to put a nail in the coffin for hiring and workforce. A crisis already with that, right? That businesses are experiencing today. All right. Now you have the requirement that businesses need to check proof of customer vaccines. Uh, and then put the now put the now put the employees in the position of having to police human behavior and endure customer pushback. You know, and listen, customers aren't going to be happy about it. And like we said, do not take it out on the employees or the restaurants. It's not their fault. You know, and I think it's uh, it's it's going to be a very very challenging situation moving forward. And I know that we spoke to a well, I spoke to a client earlier today, uh, their HR department. And I said, how are you guys navigating this? And they said, we already have a system in place. We just need to update it. And uh, moving forward, you know, any client, any candidates that we send to them, um, we have to let them know that if you're not vaccinated, sorry, either you get vaccinated or you can't work for them. And that's everywhere in New York this City. This point, I'm for nothing that slows down the growth of the restaurant industry. I don't care what it is. At this point, we've been held back enough and we're at the point where we, we need to live with this. And every single time we get to the goal line, they push the goal line further. And I'm just over. You know, um, I, I had people over my house for a barbecue a couple of Sundays ago, and I think, I think my wife and I might have been the only vaccinated people there. You can come over my house. Anybody can come over my house. I don't get in the way of politics when it comes to friends and family. I left, right, whatever. I, I'm adult enough to stand in the room and disagree with somebody. But... If any one of them will ask me, I tell them my opinion, get vaccinated. But if you don't want to, do you too. That, it boils down to me at this point for what do you want to do for yourself, you know? I mean, just look at the training aspect of it, right? So when you're a bartender or a server, right, you get trained to, to ID people, right? There's a whole training process involved in order how to deal with customers, right? So now you're looking at, you know, now they have to basically ID a customer walking in to dine in their restaurant. There's no training whatsoever. How to deal with conflict resolution when it comes to that, you know, how to de-escalate an issue when it went, you know, when, when, uh, you know, when this backlash from a customer, what's the script for management? What's the script for employees? There's nothing in place. You want to put a mandate out there into three different industries. Have the resources to back it up, but he has none. This guy just shoots straight from the hip and says, well, I want to be the first mayor in the United States to mandate vaccines in the, in the most busiest city in the country. And he has no plan behind it. Yeah, he's, so, he's just so delusional. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if he runs for Congress, though, in the next election. In, in, Anthony, in, the, in the district that Anthony Weiner was in. 
no correlation there. I just think that's where he lives. <laughs> I think yeah, that's we, where he lives. We uh, got some. Uh, we got some feedback from our podcast. I think I mentioned in the beginning just now. You know about yesterday, and there was a lot of thank yous, which I think were awesome. Um, I also want to read something that I'm going to pull it up now, and this is coming straight from LinkedIn. One of our one of our listeners, one of our fans, just listened to the podcast. I appreciate you guys doing this. We agree 100%. So her question is, so now what can we do about it? You know, and I think that's a really important question. You know, as, a, as the hospitality community, what are we going to do about it? And I urge our listeners, you know, to leave us comments on our LinkedIn or Instagram on Facebook page. You know, when we go ahead and post the episode, let us know what you think. You know, let us know what we can help you do about it or what you want to do about it. Um, and let's all join forces to put a stop to this ridiculousness that's going on right now, because it's only going to escalate from here. Right. So once New York does something, three other, you know, two other states and two other counties will follow suit. New Jersey, Connecticut, Nassau and Suffolk County and Long Island. Right. That's going to come down the pipeline probably within the next 30 to 60 days. So if we all get together now, right, and, 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 and amplify our voices uh, in a way that's professional, non-threatening, and with concrete details and data, I think we might be able to get someplace. But we all have to come together as a group. So I urge you guys, go ahead and reach out to us. She also said, I further disagree with Mayor de Blasio, who date a large population of African-Americans and Hispanics are choosing to wait to be vaccinated. Will restaurants be that accused is true. of segregation, right? She makes a great point. Will restaurants be accused of seg segregation? People with immune disorders, severe allergies, etc., are told by their primary care physician to not take the current vaccine. Will restaurants be accused of violating the ADA law? The hospital, right? The hospitality industry is suffering, she says. Yesterday, I visited a relative's restaurant. She volunteered to work in his restaurant because he can't find workers. He's beside himself and probably completely stressed out. Uh, and now he has to ask customers for the medical records. He goes, and, and this is what he said to her. His reply is, you know, we're going to lose. We're going to lose everything. And, I'm, and she's just so sad. And you know what? She makes a great point. And I tagged it in that, you know, and I think that, you know, she hit it right on the head. She really, really did. She hit the nail on the head with this. Yeah, I agree. I, I like her a lot. I told you we had an offline conversation on LinkedIn afterwards. Yeah, but, you know, it brings up some great points, and, and hopefully we get to have her on the podcast. But, uh, you know, here, here's another post that I saw. Next time a liberal tells you how important mandatory vaccinations are, ask them why Joe Biden's policy dropped 7,000 COVID-positive illegal immigrants into McAllen, Texas last month, 1,500 just last week, all of whom tested positive for COVID and none of them vaccinated. And you wonder how the numbers are skyrocketing. Shouldn't this be considered an assault on American citizens? I agree a thousand percent. Back to what you said with the medical stuff, allergies and things like that. That's a good point. You know, I never thought about that. Exactly, because there's doctors out there that tell people you can't get vaccinated. I mean, look, if you're allergic to eggs, right? Right away, when you go get the flu vaccine, if you're allergic to eggs, yeah, there's a risk taking the vaccine. And because this vaccine is very unpredictable, and again, I'm fully vaccinated with the COVID from Pfizer, okay? There are so many risks out there, right? Pfizer now, all of a sudden, in the next 30 to 60 days, is going to see if they could get this FDA approved. Right. 
And sometimes, you know, I'll give you an example, a story. I I actually forgot about this, but I had a family member who has severe allergies and was told to not get the vaccine. Now, this this person heavily relies on the medical field, wound up getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because that was the one that they told her to get. I mean, Johnson & Johnson has the worst history of cancer-causing products, the blood clots in the vaccine. It's just scary, Johnson & Johnson. She took it. She had no issues. But if she took Moderna, I don't know why. She could have been dead. So I I don't know. That's why they have the, the PhDs on the wall, and I don't, to answer those questions. But, you know, it's but back to that point, it's like, what about the people that can't even get the Johnson and Johnson or whichever, you know, whichever one right. speaks to what they can do? Um, there's no stipulation. So we just alienate them. And you are, you know, I, I don't have the hard data, so I should watch what I say. But this is in life experience currently that my minorities I speak to and not just of any one race in minorities just for whatever reason, either aren't doing it or they want to wait longer. Right. No, I agree. And, and they say, use me. They, they tease me, you know, use you as a guinea pig. And I just laugh because, I mean, there's truth to that. You know, there is. Even I got injected. There's still truth. We don't know. They can't give you an exact answer as to what's going to happen 10 years from now. But um, I, I will say this, you know, in the 20s, they, did the, they tested the polio vaccine and were distributing it in a year. So I hope 100 years later we can do better than that. And so I'm relying on that technology too. You know, my other thing with that is if, if we don't have technology and we don't have growth and we don't have these things, then what's the point of it? You know, right. Maybe just run around in the woods, you know, fry dead birds on a hot rock in, in a, on a hot day. And we'll just go back to that way. You know, we, do, we need to progress. Don't forget. And we'll all be dead at 40. So, I can't. Well, I surpassed 40, so I'm, I'm yeah. fine. I, I, I'm okay. You're good. <laughs> but another point I want to bring up, I was watching Hannity last night, and he made a great point. He goes, you don't, they're trying to go ahead and pass a law that you don't need any ID to vote, but then again, you need proof of vaccine to enter into a, an establishment. So for me, how does that make sense? It just doesn't, doesn't, absolutely doesn't. They're cratering, you know, New York City once again, and it's just going to take longer to rebuild. And it's just absolutely amazing. Big Bird, you've done it again. Another boo-boo on your part. And uh, businesses will suffer again under your watch. So thank you very much. Um, I mean that sarcastically because your leadership is just a horror show. I'm curious to see there's certain restaurants, and I'm not going to name them all, but particularly in Times Square and down to maybe 14th Street that I have that I've seen through people I know or social media that are planning their big launch grand reopenings. And I'm curious now to see if they put a pause on that. How badly is this going to um, disrupt what they were doing? And will they be able to open in the fall? You know what? I don't know. I really don't know, because if you and I were talking about it before. Uh, we started recording this, how, you know, you're going to have restaurants out there that have what, maybe let's just say 10 to 15 in New York City. Um, and now they really have to sit there and pull all their vaccinated employees, managers and hourlies might have to shut some locations down because of this, yeah. because they can't staff properly. And you know, yeah. And you know what? This is just it's not a little issue. 
you know, it speaks to a bigger issue out there, you know, and it's, you know, this industry got decimated last year, you know, everybody's just on their way back and he just throws this right into the fire. And it's like, how do you even do this on one side of your mouth? You're saying how you want the industry to rebuild itself and New York City to come back from this and we're the strongest city ever. And then on the other side of your mouth, you're like, well, you can't enter a Broadway show or a fitness center or a restaurant to dine inside without a vaccine card. So, I mean, it's ridiculous. So I'm glad that everybody has their outdoor seating. And quite honestly, if I was a business owner and I, my, I'm, I'm handcuffed at this point with my restaurant, I'd shut my, my indoor dining down and I would expand on my outdoor dining because it's allowed. I would double the seating capacity and I would just go ahead and do outside. That's what I would do. And you're, that maybe could speak to a currently operating restaurant. So now let's do another scenario. I own such and such restaurant down on 14th and 5th, and it's been shuttered since last March. I, have, I need a staff of 60. I have 25 people. 15 are returning from who used to work for me. I need a management team of seven, including front of house and back of house. I have hired up to four so far. Now by this law, I eliminate, I take out of that pie and I'm down to one manager and seven people working for me. And you haven't even built up to the staffing that you need to reopen if you're planning on September. After Labor Day seems to be like the magic, was the magic day that everybody was opening who's been closed for a year plus, you know? So now like, where does that leave them? They're not going to be able to open. There's already, they already can't get freaking out. And they're not going to have the people, or maybe maybe they'll squeeze it open to open up for takeout. But what's that going to do? And is it even worth their time at that point? It's going to be very interesting to watch how this all unfolds. You know, the middle of August, it's going to be implemented, and then September thirteenth, it's it's going to go into full force. So I'm curious to see. But we're here. We want to help you guys in any way possible. So what you guys need to do is you need to comment below on our podcast and let us know what type of voice we could have for you guys, how we could help and how we're going to get through this. And also go ahead and comment below and, and let us know, you know, what you think of the podcast and what, and what you guys want us to talk about in the future. Uh, we record weekly. We're going to do a live. We hope everybody shows up for the live in about a week and a half, I think. Right, Keith? So, and we appreciate all the positive feedback yesterday from our listeners. We really, really appreciate it. We're on your side. We want everybody's business to be successful. That's why we're here. We're not your traditional recruiting and consulting firm. We will jump in and roll up our sleeves and, and, and help in any way that we can. Um, and we hope everybody enjoys the podcast. So do us a favor. Go on Apple Podcasts. Give our five-star reviews. Comment below, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you want to hear us talking about. No topic is off limits with us, obviously, with our last two podcasts. But uh, again, we appreciate everybody. Like us and love us on everything, folks. It's been great talking to you again. Guys, and drop us an email. If you don't want to drop us a comment on uh, social media, our email is connect at dhhospitalitygroup.com and also visit our website at www.dhhospitalitygroup.com. Everybody, thanks for listening to City of Chaos. Uh, we wish everybody well. Um, we wish everybody in New York City much success. We're here to help through the battle. Everybody have a great night.